0: Shit. Let's tune
1: into Brad and Britt. It is the Brad and Britt cast, our uh, fourth and uh, final performance of this week. Thank you very much for uh, joining us here live in the uh, 130 Eastern hour. And uh, later on, of course, if you uh,
0: catch us any other way, if yeah you well, catch us any other way, Thank wherever you. podcasts are served, including Spotify and iHeartRadio, radio.com, yeah. everywhere. Right. hey i I don't want to hijack things right off the top, which means I'm want to hijack things right off the top, but you haven't sure. talked about this all week yeah. you got to tell me about this gamestop stuff because this seems to have turned Wall Street upside down. They don't know what to do with this whole situation can
1: we can we uh can we hold on for a few minutes on that one yeah 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 uh, because uh i you know uh, things are happening really fast right now in in sure. so many areas and and I think you and I uh are in the transition phase of uh, Trump derangement syndrome withdrawal. And, and we had it. We have to. Oh, you know, I'm, oh, by the way, I'm proud that I had it. I'm not embarrassed. Uh, I, I don't consider if someone who thinks that uh, uh, we've been against Trump and, and we hate his guts and we think he's full of shit, and he's a liar and he should be that, that, that if they say we have Trump derangements, that that's a bad thing. OK, all in. I'm happy to have the disease. But, uh, you know, we are uh, trying to move on. And a lot of things are happening in uh, Washington. And yes, we're going to have an impeachment trial. And yes, Donald Trump needs to be held accountable at some level, not through a censure. Oh, bad boy, bad boy, bad boy. That's not good enough. We know that. Mm. Um, But uh, Joe Biden has. Done his best, I think, very quickly to reverse a lot of the horrible things that he can through executive orders, or as the New York Times would say, Joe, could you cool it on the executive orders? So here we go. Why are we wringing our hands over now the list? Well, There's a little bit of ringing, but anyway. Why are we uh, doing that? Right. But today, a piece of news happened, and it isn't necessarily Washington news that. Really is a, a remarkable thing. It's General Motors saying yeah. that they're going to stop making gasoline and diesel-powered cars and SUVs yeah. by 2035. They're going all electric now. That, with the, the pickup trucks and things like that, they, they say, "Well, we can have them down to zero emissions by then." Uh, but the cars and uh, the the uh, SUVs and yeah. You know, of course, they don't sell as many passenger cars as they used to, right? but but SUVs, they ain't going away, so it, it's kind of a big deal. I think that's a real line in the uh, sand that they drew, and I, I wanted to make sure that uh, we understand when there are things called derangement syndromes. Oh, yeah. Um, right-wingers and climate deniers and Newt fucking Gingrich and people like that for a 25 years have been up Al Gore's ass making fun of him oh he's such a jerk oh what a, what a what a green wussy. what a, and, and and here's the story this was April 22 2000 April 22 2000, 2000. and he's standing in the uh, uh, middle of automobile country that would be Michigan yeah right there it's it's Earth Day it's the 30th anniversary of Earth Day. And Al Gore says the internal combustion engine could be eliminated by 2017. All right, so we're three years past that, and obviously hasn't been eliminated. But it, it was about the the aspirational aspects of it and the direction of the country and the world, and trying to address what uh, we've all seen and experienced for for several decades, which is the weather changing and getting worse, and fires getting worse, and hurricanes, get, all all those kind of things. And he wrote that originally eight years before in his book called Earth in the Balance in 1992. And to this day, Al Gore is a punchline, a punchline for, for idiots,
0: I think. Because he has been, I think he... he He's been proven right. He's absolutely well, they, proven right. They whine and talk about his private jet and how much carbon is put in the air when he would go places on his private jet. Right, I and mean, he was right. so worried. His Oscar, he got his Oscar. You know, all that other stuff that they mock him about. And you're right. It turned out he was 121 years ago. 21 years ago. That's the prescience that this man had. Yeah, uh, to, to do that. And you're right. The General Motors announcement is it's a game changer. It's something that I didn't know I was going to see in my lifetime. I certainly hope to be alive in 2035. And, and of course, I, I only
1: bring this up because it, it affects me. <laughs> <laughs> How's this? Well, you, you, you know, I, we have two really old cars. I mean, one is a 2009 model and uh-huh. the other is a 2006 model. So they're not going to run forever. Even I know they're not going to run forever. So I guess I'm thinking the next car should not be a gasoline powered car. Why not? What, What would be wrong with that? It's not that they work. They're pretty good. They're getting better all the time.
0: Why would I not? Well, at the, yeah, at the very yeah. least, a hybrid. Uh, the, and the hybrids are somewhat, you know, they're they're yeah. a lot less expensive than they used to be in terms yeah, of That's
1: minimum. I've, go had,
0: all I've had a hybrid now for almost eight years. Do you, yeah. do you know how many, how many miles I have on my hybrid vehicle? You have about 20,000, right? Isn't that right? 20,000. Oh, 20, that's exactly right. <laughs> I have nearly 270,000 miles on that car. Yeah. 270. I've gone... This is either my third or my fourth set of tires on that car. And I'm not saying I'm better than you because I've kept a lot of carbon out of the atmosphere, but I'm better than you. I'm much better than
1: than Al Gore. No, no. Don't say you're better than me because, of course, you're not better than me. uh, Oh, yeah. You shouldn't say you're better than me because, remember, I am better. That's the reason. (laughs)
0: That's the the entire, I'm not saying I'm better than you, but I'm better than you. I mean, I'm not really. My dog's bigger than your dog. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's a game changing thing. And and, uh, I'm sure in the marketplace, now now the stock must be getting killed on this announcement because Wall Street must hate this sort of activism, right?
1: You could could not be more wrong. General Motors stock, which has kind of been moribund, been just flat for for many, many years, a, a couple of weeks ago just took off wow. like a rocket and wow. you know they've been they've been talking to other companies um, uh, battery companies and, and 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 things like that and uh, the answer is Wall Street noticed and Wall Street liked it and Wall Street doesn't look back at 1934 and and they don't say well if we could just uh, have the the uh, auto fleet look like it did, in the middle of the depression, everything would be good again. Let's make America great again. Let's make the auto fleet look shitty again. No, yeah. they, they they know
0: that they, they understand. So uh, And if it's working you're getting this sort of reaction from General Motors, then the others are going to fall suit. Soon, soon. Oh, well, yeah. That's right. what's gonna well, happen. I, I well I think they're all they're all doing
1: it in some yeah. form. But but this yeah. is just this is just a big deal. The again mm. uh again we don't want to always refer everything back to Trump. But Joe Biden has only been president for what eight days, yeah. but here comes here comes the GM announcement um, uh, after he is uh, officially the uh, the president. And if that same announcement had been made while Trump was president, would there have been a tweet, and not a
0: very complimentary tweet? When yeah, I just. I feel like there's gonna be some sort of backlash among the the asshole conservatives in this country that there's gonna be try to be some sort of congressional something to protect the all important oil industry in places like Oklahoma, Arizona, and Texas. And they're gonna like ten percent of the vehicles that you make have to be gas. I mean something they wouldn't interfere in the private sector in that way, but then again, they've tried to even though they say that they're the party of you know free trade and all this other horse shit, and they don't like to get involved with stuff like that, there, there has to be some sort of way to strike back. And the Jim Jordans of the world and the, the Josh Hawleys of the world and the Tom Cottons of the world, right? You, you, you don't have to, to
1: suppose. But <laughs> let, 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 let me give you the reality oh, bullshit. Oh, sorry. In other words, you, you, you were, you were uh, flying your helicopter right overhead. Yeah. You, you didn't quite land it, but here it is. Headline. Mitch McConnell, Biden unleashed a tsunami of pink slips with new energy restrictions. You know, uh, they're not going to allow new uh, oil and gas drilling leases on federal lands. And so Mitch McConnell said, well, that, not, well, that the Democrats hate jobs. Democrats hate oil. Yeah. Democrats hate Texas, because yeah. remember, Texas is an important state. For for the election. So he's playing the standard tune that Republicans do circle the wagons around oil and gas companies. And if you want to play the stock market game with oil companies and look at look at Exxon. Exxon is so far down all the major oil companies are so far down into the toilet. They are nearly uninvestable, and they have been. Price of oil is up a little bit in the last few months, stocks are up a little bit off the bottom. But they are so far – because it's yesterday's technology. Right, and a lot of those companies are
0: trying to diversify to get into windmills and solar and stuff like that.
1: But you can't do that. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be – Exxon is not going to be the – no the solar panel Exxon company. It's it's, no. it's not going to happen. And if the so, Texas
0: economy is based on dead dinosaurs going forward, then they're going to all these people who moved from California to Texas are going to suddenly go. Why did we do this? Well, I don't think not, that's what's happening.
1: But see, the, all the people who moved to Texas, they're not all working in the oil industry. They're not no, moving there to work. In the, they're they're the, Texas is diversifying its economy. They're going to be just fine. Yeah, and there's yeah. And, and they're, they're still going to be oil and gas for for years. But uh, I I wanted to reference that story and fact check it because i know we know we talk about this all the time there's nothing that mitch mcconnell won't exaggerate and lie about yeah and that goes from uh, whether he's going to uh, actually consider the evidence and maybe vote to convict donald trump or not you know the, the lie that's a lie prove <laughs> it by the way i'd love to be proven wrong I'd love, I'd love to, to
0: be proven to. That,
1: that he would look at that and, and uh, have a come-to-Jesus yeah. moment and his wonderful wife, who used to be in the administration as the transportation
0: yeah. secretary. And when did she quit? I forgot. When I did she quit? I think two weeks before. The I interview. believe it was January the 7th. I believe she quit right after she saw the insurrection, that he the, the violent attack that Donald Trump inspired on the Capitol. Right. I right. believe it's when she decided, peace out.
1: Right. Um, so here, here's what I did. I, I went and I looked up whether uh, Mitch McConnell might have any, any legitimacy to, to what he was uh, talking about. And, of course, it took me three seconds to find that uh, Mitch McConnell was, uh, how should we say it, lying and exaggerating about the effect <laughs> on jobs in the oil industry by what Joe Biden is doing, because these companies that are in this business they have leases and commitments going out about twenty years. Okay, How about that? in other words, <laughs> in other words, nothing will change. Right, nothing is going to change. That's right. Certainly in the short term. That's right. Um, and with the General Motors announcement, and that isn't even twenty years out twenty thirty five. My goodness, mm-hmm. uh, we'll still be pulling shit out of the ground. Don't worry, we'll still be polluting the air. And uh, uh, that's just, I just think it's an important marker to note. Oh, by the way, while I was looking that up, the the first thing that that came up there, and of course, this is just, they talk about bending over backwards to try to justify your point. They wanted you to know, because I was looking up what Al Gore had said, they wanted you to know that, remember, the internal combustion engine in the last hundred years, comparatively speaking, has made the world so much cleaner uh-huh. than it otherwise would have been. Listen to the explanation. In the year 1900, about 200,000 horses were shitting in the streets of New York every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Thank you, so, Henry Ford. Right. So when the when the car came along and Dumb there asses. were no longer uh, yeah. uh, horses in New York, New York got a lot cleaner. Now, uh, I think there's something kind of in between that, just a little bit, because it wasn't a choice of well, would you rather step in horse shit <laughs> and, and and have to uh, smell the, the the methane fumes when they burn it out in the uh, in the meadow there, or we're going to have internal combustion engines burning oil and gas for for a hundred years and, and and doing what it's done to the uh, to the air? It it, it wasn't an either or situation, but I found it amusing that that was the first piece that came up. Yeah in in the in the series a a, a, a what about defense of the internal combustion engine as we move into uh clearly the the uh, electric
0: vehicle so, a hundred years ago matters but 200 years ago when the british like invaded the capital and it just happened a few weeks ago i don't I, that just I, it's interesting it's so strange <laughs> uh, this is the story in media and there is a follow-up who would have thought that GameStop would be the company to finally bring unity to a divided nation brad senator ted cruz and representative alexandria ocasio cortez you yeah. know her as aoc In addition to several other politicians from both sides of the aisle, have vocalized their condemnation of the stock trading app Robinhood and that decision to block lay investors from purchasing GameStop GameStop stock. Robinhood's suspension of trading came after a shock boom and a quick fall of GameStop uh, stock prices and spearheaded by Reddit users on a message board. We'll get into some of the detail of that later. AOC was told about Ted Cruz and his support of her, and she goes, miss me with that, as the kids say. You almost had me murdered. That is what she said to Ted Cruz. Thank you for the support on this and got together. But remember that time you almost had me killed? Thanks, but no thanks. What happened was that there was uh, some people on the, the, the famous Reddit website, which is called it calls itself the front page of the Internet, who decided that there were some people who were shorting the GameStop stock, which means they were betting on it to go way down because – the business practices and none of the information coming about that company are positive. And they said, we like GameStop. Hey, everybody, let's get together and buy a shit ton of this stock. And they did. And it went way up. And I know that Jim Cramer had a statement earlier this week going, this, this ain't right. The, the basic fundamentals of the stock market are being subverted. You have meddled with the primordial nature of the universe. And so Things have kind of evened out now, and this activism kind of stuff, you, you've seen it go on all week long. This is like a big controversy on, on Wall Street, and people are just scratching their heads over how this could happen. Brad, what do, what do you think of this GameStop story?
1: Um, well, uh, again, let's go back to what we said initially. Of course, I blame Trump for this. <laughs> how do you do that? No, I i, I consider this series of moves. Uh. Uh-huh. These series of moves by these, these folks out there, uh, many of whom are young strapping bucks with a lot of time on their hands. They may not have regular jobs right now, but they have some money. They may have gotten those checks several months ago from, you know, they've got a little money to throw around. And um, the populist, fuck the man, the man is screwing me, I can't get an even break attitude that was, of course, twisted and perverted by Donald Trump and convinced people, our fellow citizens, to vote for him for president. Uh, I think that mindset is is present with a lot of these guys who uh, they don't work for big Wall Street firms, although, to be fair, believe me, there are some Wall Street people, big money people that got in on this also. It's just it wasn't just boys in mom's basement doing this at the end, because once the momentum started, you know, other people were, were jumping in. But I think this is just the financial equivalent of storming the Capitol. Uh. This is the financial equivalent. And uh, you you want to talk about occupying Wall Street? These guys really. Occupied Wall Street. This is the real uh, Occupy Wall Street for a a couple of days. And when you occupy Wall Street in this way, you get a lot of people's attention who normally don't pay attention or make comments about this aspect of uh, Americana, including Ted Cruz and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. And I would say the fact that both of them had their ears raised and had to chime in on this tells me they're both probably full of shit and don't know what they're talking about
0: yeah but one they're of them probably, is clearly wh- wh- one of them is clearly way more full of shit than the other i, I understand but no. he might but on this
1: subject he might know more of the details because you know he's dead cruise and you know he went to harvard well, but
0: also, do you think Ted Cruz really understands what Reddit is? I think AOC probably has a better
1: understanding of that. Well, it isn't. It is not a question of knowing about
0: Reddit. That's no, I think it is because um, no, I don't think I, I think it is because I don't think Wall Street knew what the fuck Reddit was until about Monday morning. I don't think they had any clue as to how how uh, impactful that particular platform could be. But now I think they've been they've been given a pretty good. Graduate level course and exactly what can happen on Reddit. Well, but it wasn't the
1: platform that did this. The, the well, Reddit didn't move the. Say stock. say what you will. I mean, people I weren't know, able to. They were just. It's, it's like saying Twitter Twitter hates that movie. Say Twitter
0: what, hate it. The no, people on Twitter if, hate If Twitter was able to make a movie make three dollars at the box office and kill a movie, then yes, Twitter would matter this was all about reddit i'm sorry but yes the platform does matter this didn't happen on twitter this didn't happen on tiktok this didn't happen on any other platform this is this is a a part of the community and the ability for this to come together happened on that particular platform and yeah that, it, it does matter brad because that, that wall street is not catching up on what is this reddit thing
1: but I, I, my, my only point there it could have happened on, on another platform on another but thing. it didn't <laughs> Okay, but, but hang on. Just hang on. It's, it's it's not that it was that it's that it happened because, you you know, you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're sounding like the Republicans. It isn't what we did wrong. It's that you found out about it. OK,
0: no, that's not that's not it.
1: Yes, it was. I got you. There's, there's, just give it up.
0: Give it. There's up. A, no, there's a specific demographic that goes to Reddit to do stuff. See, this is, this is exactly, I mean, we're kind of talking past each other and yes, it does matter. And there are a lot of people that are like, I don't even know what this Reddit thing is. And now they're quite familiar with the kind of people in the Democrat and and AOC is much more lined up to understand what these people do. And now wall street's like, I don't know how we restrict this. I don't know what we do with this and I don't know how we fuck with it. And you're right. Uh, Like Bob and hood and some of these apps. Let me me just give you the idea because for people who don't know, at the beginning of the week, the stock start, starts out about at $42.96. And these stories are coming out about all these big hedge funds and they're shorting the shit out of it because the fundamentals of the business are dying. So then they start the campaign. On the 25th, it goes up to well over 100. It's at 129. Uh, it spikes. Earlier on the day that we're speaking, in early trading, to well over four hundred dollars, and then it fell to a low of about one fifty three, and it's still up above two hundred even as we speak. And nobody really understands why, except as you say, there are a bunch of I don't know modern day hippies who have decided, hey, let's save this thing, and they don't know how to deal with it. No, this is your nineteen sixty.
1: I think it was up into about five fifteen, and now it's it's and then, now, and then it was up down to about one twelve. So it had <laughs> there's
0: there's never been you a, know Ted Cruz I can preach the free market all he wishes, but he's come he's he's really super full of shit. She's she's a teeny bit full of shit <laughs> as far well, as this. So, but they don't know but, what but to this, do. This is the this is the beef, I believe that
1: they're expressing by by pulling this off. Um. The big guys used to think that they only were the ones that had the inside information. They were the only ones that were smart enough to say that this company's going into the toilet and and buy puts and and, and, and buy a, a short or short the stock so that if if it goes down they make more money. They were the only ones smart enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if they ever turned out to be wrong. Don't worry, the government will bail them out. And if it's two thousand seven or two thousand eight, and uh, big banks and insurance companies and bad government policy cause everything to go into the toilet, don't worry, we'll
0: bail you out. Because when and you so when you short a stock, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, there's an it's theoretically there's an unlimited amount of money you could lose when you short a stock. Correct? There's no, it's, there's, it's, there's there's it's, theoretically it's, it's right it's like betting on the jacksonville jaguars
1: there's an unlimited (laughs) amount of money
0: it it can just be a bottomless pit of cash that you
1: so, stop betting on the the jaguars but but anyway so the the my my thought is that because of the attitude of trump that has pervaded this country these guys thought and they're they might not even be trumpers They they might have not have voted for Donald Trump or even thought about, but some of them may have. But this idea that they're getting theirs, why aren't you getting yours? Why can't I have mine? That's interesting. And uh, whether what they were doing or are doing right now is legal or not, it's probably right on the borderline. Um, Because if you publicly go on message boards like, what is this Reddit? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, and and say and and wh- what other person in the last few years would say what he was going to do, and then go do it and dare you to stop them? It's Trump, right? Oh, that's interesting. Right. So so these guys did that. So are are they colluding? And is colluding between private citizens who are public about what they're doing to say, hey? I bought GameStop or or Bed Bath and Beyond. There's about there's there's a bunch of other stocks that are doing American Airlines, I think today had the same thing happened. I'm buying it. You should buy it too. Is that illegal? It's probably not illegal. Um but on Wednesday it really got everybody rattled. I have to tell you, I was very nervous. I was very nervous on Wednesday that this might be the trigger point for everything to come crashing down, that the the, the system was in some kind of jeopardy. Um, and I didn't know why, for sure, why I thought that, but I thought, you know why? Because we just had a four-year period where we know a guy could have started a nuclear war with a tweet. And since he could have started a nuclear war with a tweet, why couldn't? a bunch of people doing what these folks were doing cause the mother of all financial crashes. Why couldn't that happen? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, I think it could. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't, again, we're not out of the woods yet. This isn't no. a, Oh, let's put it aside. Let's pretend it didn't happen. Uh, let's buy the dip. Let's let's back to business as usual. It, it doesn't work that way. This is not the last we're going to see of these kinds of things, but uh, very quickly, the, uh, the, the big money interests and the federal government are saying, well, well, let's take a look at this because it is their responsibility to make sure that it all doesn't come crashing down on top of everyone. Because um, AOC, I love you, I like you, but if stock values plummeted 60% tomorrow in a massive crash, that would not create one job. That would not put one person back to work. It wouldn't uh, uh, get the schools back. It wouldn't help anybody. So it isn't in uh, everyone's interest to see that happen. And, and by the way, even though I think 80% of the stock is, is held by the top 10% and all that, it still is ingrained in the overall economy. It's not ingrained in the everyday real economy of, of what's happening And I think that feeds into this, too. Income inequality is so outrageous right now, and it's getting worse Yeah, and getting worse for 40, 50 years. I think peak income equality was 1976. That's when it was the the distortion between the, the highest income people and the lowest was closer than it ever was before that. So I think last 1976. Yeah. And and, and of course, that was the year that Carter was elected and he decided right then he was going to fuck things up. And we haven't looked back since. No, it wasn't Jimmy Carter. It was not his idea.
0: Well, it it is interesting because for a long time after World War II, we kind of had this thing going on where the very rich in the country went up and the middle class kind of went up. And that happened for about 30 years. And then, as you say, boom. After that, we decided eh, it's, it's way better for rich people to get richer and for well, poor people to get poorer. Somehow yeah. that was decided. And, and,
1: and th- you know, your, your numbers are perfect because World War II ends in 45. Yeah. And uh, add 30 to 45. I'd have to get out a calculator for that, but I think that's 75. <laughs> that's that's only, about right. That's only one less than, than, than 76. That's uh, right. You know, 1976. That's it. And um, after that, things started to change. And uh, it was in 1980, I believe it was 1980, that the uh, then esteemed Nobel Prize winning economist, Milton Friedman, who was as bald as I was, um, I believe he was the one that made the statement that companies exist for the shareholders. Yeah. Up until then... It was thought that companies exist for not only shareholders, but for the employees and for the good of society. For everybody. And you had, of course, there were rapacious corporations and and, and piggish executives. There's always been that. But it wasn't until 1980 when Friedman said that. It's almost like a light went on Mm. in corporate America. Well, you didn't. and they decided then, you know, that remember, that's the beginning of the end of the unionization movement in the country. The, the, no, is,
0: the deterioration of unions, yes, over the that has certainly played a part in this over the past 45 years. That's correct. That, that's a fulfillment of, of yeah. what Friedman said. It is. And it's also just the GOP in general selling the bullshit that is supply side economics to America, uh, being able to package uh, it nicely and say, as long as we take care of the rich people, then you don't understand if we cut their taxes time. And the only way to grow an economy, is to cut taxes on really rich people. That's essentially what they've been saying and been selling to America. And a lot of people have been like, well, that sounds right. Let's go with that. Well, see, it, it,
1: I think it goes beyond that. Remember, cutting taxes is the answer to every everything, every problem. If Kim <laughs> Kardashian has
0: another extra $4 million in her pocket, she's just going to hire a shit ton of people. Don't you understand that? Right. right. Which is, it, it, it's funny because that,
1: Fairly exaggerated example, which of course is 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 accurate. You know uh, the, the, the the marginal increase hmm. in income that that the uh, total upper end gets through lower tax rates. They don't spend that. No, they don't create jobs with it. They, no, they, they. They they might throw it in the markets. They you know, they might just save it. Who knows? But right now the big argument in Washington is how much excess money is going to be sent out across the country this time around to people who don't need it. And the answer and the criticism, especially from Republicans, although a lot of Democrats agree with this too, that if you send money to people who make more than $100,000, who are not really hurting, Guess what they won't spend it. They won't hire anybody. They won't do with it what you really want to do, which is right. go out and consume with it. so right. what you just said about the tax rate and what is going on right now with uh, essentially lowering the tax rate for people down on the lower end more than it does for people on the upper end. if you make five hundred grand a year and uh, they, they they send you uh, two thousand dollars. You know, it's it's just nothing. And percentage-wise, it, it's not much of a, a, a tax rebate either. But if you make $24,000 and you get $2,000, well, shit, that's about 8%. That's about an 8% uh, 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 increase right off yeah. the top there. It is a big deal. So um, th- these are kind of ironclad rules that never change over time. It's just the politicians who lie about them. Um, uh, take on different personas over. The and this, years.
0: this is how effective they've been with this horseshit for many, many years. The, in this package, Joe Biden is talking about raising, and the Democrats are talking about raising the minimum wage to to fifteen bucks. And you've got people that make thirty and thirty-five grand who say that this will be the end of humanity. If there are people right now who are making ten bucks an hour who go up to fifteen, the businesses will close. Dogs and cats living together. Volcanoes will erupt. There'll be no more Walmart. Your Big Mac will cost you $75, Brad. And these are the horseshit arguments that they make. Well, it it isn't just theoretical arguments that they
1: make in this area that are wrong, like you just said. It's There have already been a ton of real-life examples of what happens. And the way they do it. Is with border states where on one side of the border the uh, minimum wage goes up to fifteen dollars an hour, and then on the other side of the border um, the minimum wage is still you know eight seventy five. Well, what's going to happen? All those businesses that were over on the fifteen an hour side, they're going to close and move over there. They're going to go out of business. They're going to fire people, they're, and and it never happens. It, ju- it just it just never happens. Happen that yeah. way. It gets proven over and over and over again. And uh, if you get a uniform fifteen dollar an hour wage, then it, it definitely wouldn't happen. It didn't didn't happen when you had the opportunity. Um it, it it just doesn't work that way. Now, is it perfect? Does no one here we go? And and, and this is the kind of the Fox News argument. They will find one person, one person in Seattle who was a waiter who got fired because the high end restaurant yeah. the high end restaurant which used to employ 13 waiters had to go down to 12 because of the re- and they extrapolate that to to everybody everywhere all the time and they they run with that right that's what they do that's well, that's how they, they argue these points fox news by, is- by the way it doesn't matter that the other
0: uh, 13 people are much better off with a no. higher wage, or, or however they do. Fox News loves the anecdote. They are all about the anecdotal. They find the one thing, and then it's like, oh, the the one person, the kid got thrown out of school for having Jesus tattooed permanently, or you know, temporarily on their oh, face. Right. And, and just Hang on <laughs> into the uh,
1: world. Uh, I uh, I was watching them at about noon today. Yeah, and I I do this because I like to do you favors and and, and you know, I appreciate that. Don't think I don't. And and uh, it was a, a a full central casting story like you're just describing and and here it is. And I I missed the first minute of it. so I don't think I I missed anything about the the gist of the story. It's it's a terrible tragic story. A uh, kid who was uh, 18 in Illinois committed suicide. Right. And his mother is on one side of the screen. And uh, this lawyer from this uh, libertarian right-wing lawyer training group is on the other side. And in the middle is uh, the Fox anchor at Harris Faulkner. And she's, she's in tears. She's in tears as she listens to the story of this mother who lost her son to suicide because he was so depressed because he's been locked down by the governor of Illinois, yeah. a Democratic governor in a Democratic state, right, for the past year. And he hasn't been able to play football. He hasn't been able to play sports. Right. And so she's filing a lawsuit against the governor of Illinois. Sure. And the reasoning is and this is the line that they're they're going with look college football they figured out a way to play college football yeah. the nfl figured out a way to play why couldn't high school football happen in illinois and of course the the uh, the, the snappy answer in the uh, capitalism hating fox news was well they're big money makers in college and pro and high school football is not so they just they didn't care about it so and they went on for, for, for about 10 minutes with with this line of thinking. But it was all designed, of course, to paint the evil, autocratic yeah. Democrat governor. He's pro-suicide. As, He's pro, pro-suicide responsible guy. for this kid's suicide. Yeah. Sure and, be. you know, of course, it's a terrible story. Right. Um, but. There may have been other
0: factors than him right. just not playing football. Right, right. I'm just going to go. And, and and by the way, there are kids across America that are suffering through depression because they're not able to go see their friends and go to school. And I get that. I, I do. And I have sympathy and empathy for those people. But if they're dead from COVID, they can't play football. <laughs> they can't study. They can't hang out with their friends. I'm sorry. And now th- this whole rush to get them back and And we're, we're going to have. All of these safety and you're seeing Republicans now who think that public schools are shitty and can't do anything right. But in this case, they're going to be able to sanitize and make sure the virus doesn't get the children. The previously these schools could do nothing right. They can't educate our kids. They can't feed our kids. They're just so incompetent. They're so feckless. Well, well there is, there, there, um, uh,
1: I think, a reasonable argument. And I think the evidence now is, is kind of in across the country that it is true that schools did turn out to be less unsafe than it yeah. was initially thought there's no doubt about it so and to continue and finish up the uh, book end of that story they're also running hot and heavy i think the uh, stories even on the the, the media I, I don't know if uh, but i saw it on fox where they've got video of this guy at a school board meeting in virginia screaming just screaming at the school board cuz he's so frustrated with his, you know, uh, in and out. Or can you decide or not decide? And if you can't figure out how to do it, get out of the way, and I'll run for office. Uh, and I, yeah. look, yeah. I mean, I I feel for everybody, and, and you and I are arguing this from more of a
0: theoretical standpoint because we don't have to deal with it. We don't, have you a, know, but you, you know what? That you don't, a,
1: you don't have a kid in the other
0: room. No, I don't. Evil, but right? you, I I know I happen to be very much fond of someone who does have a child who might have a kid that would want to go back to school, and you know, she's struggling with all of the, the way a lot of parents have. And do you know what that terrible Joe Biden has done? Do you know what that awful son of a bitch Joe Biden has done? He's what? making it so that schools are going to get cleaning supplies and all sorts of things that they might need to sanitize their schools so that they can reopen that son of a bitch, that Joe Biden, that socio- socialist sociopath Joe Biden is making it. He's interfering. Here's the federal government once again, interfering in local school systems and God damn it. I won't have it, Brad. I won't have it for one second.
1: What? Well, wait a minute. Since when is wiping down stuff?
0: Well, I don't think it's. The I, think key it's bit, I think it's to, more than that. I mean, I think, I'm telling you that I is. Think it's the, I think it's like barriers, you know, and stuff like that. It's in addition, and it's also the air purifiers and all that. Yeah, shit. Okay, that, as long as it's that, it's
1: I, not just I, here. I hope here. we're not going to have sanitation oh. theater.
0: I don't think it's going to be here. Some lysol go to town. I, I think it's going to be a, 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 you know.
1: Well, you a can't you, the lysol is being used right now to fight the coronavirus, where you, <laughs> in the injectable version. I hear you can get six injections now instead of five. Six injections right of lysol. Syringe.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's nice, But going back to our previous point about taking the minimum wage up to $15, one of the great things that Republicans have been able to do is to get middle class and poor people to fight and denigrate poorer people. This is what's been happening in America over the past year is that, oh, we love our essential workers so much. Thank you. The guy who manages the frozen food section at Food Lion and Price Chopper and Meyer and Publix. Thank you so much. We love you. But if you want to make $15 an hour, fuck you. We hate you so much. That's what they do is they get middle class and poor people to fight with poor people for wanting 15 bucks an hour. So these are people who have, have for the past year professed their love for essential workers. Oh, I'm so happy that at my convenience store, I can still go in and get some Skittles. Thank you, and I love you so much for showing up for work. And yet, if you want $15, they treat them like chumps. And this is reminiscent to me of what happened during 9-11. Because we're going up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Oh, we love our first responders so much. And by God, they went in there. And what happened to those people that we supposedly love so much? We treated them like chumps. When the firefighters got sick and started falling out and dying for cancer, what do they have to do, Brad? They had to go hat in hand to Congress to get the money that they were promised. They were promised that would help f- help them fight back against cancer and all sorts of diseases that were making them die.
1: Yeah, they, so had to, they had to enlist John Stewart. To, they to-
0: did. They had to shame Congress. And do you know how it is to make those people feel shame. It's very difficult. So these people, these essential workers, they used to be our heroes, but now they're just assholes for wanting 15 bucks an hour. And these people on nine eleven who rushed into these buildings, they were our heroes. But oh, if they want some money, I don't know. I'm not really sure that we can come up with that cash, which we promised them for doing their jobs and going above and beyond their jobs. Eventually, those heroes well, end up being chumps well, in the well,
1: yeah. end. We, we, we gave you a bonus of four hundred dollars back in may
0: <laughs> it's, it's you know, unbelievable what, what, what we, about that as we finish up our, our week would you like to address the re-education camps the, this is the the great the fear and, and and again history doesn't repeat itself but it does rhyme when they talk when, about when the are joe we biden, when
1: are we scheduled to go when are we going to go
0: it's, <laughs> this is what joe biden is going to do to conservatives across america there, there's going to be re-education. That, that's their key phrase. And you, again, hear this a lot on Fox. Wait, and on wait, all
1: the wait, way. Wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah. Um, he's not going to do that. The, the Obama re-education camps are up and running fine. We well, well, so don't is where, need any new ones.
0: This is where we're going to turn the FEMA death camps. Hmm. You remember this? This was happening. This was part of the, the FEMA death camps from 09 and 10. They're going to just be turned into Joe Biden uh, re-education camps. Well, I, I, I think just, just, just let's just put it in in the
1: the, uh, the the gigantic hopper of idiocy of conspiracy theories, because uh, this would justify you uh, strapping on your military gear that you uh, bought online. You live in Missouri and you got in a car and you drove to Washington because you're not going to be in no re-education camp. Exactly. That's what the commies used to do. Exactly. And and I guess if if you live in some kind of narrow world, let's say you were on a Reddit page uh, that was devoted to uh, Joe Biden conspiracy theories, and you started to believe that um, the way you think and the things you say are in the process of being made illegal And could get you arrested for just having the thought you could lose your job. You could, right? All kinds of terrible things. If you just say the wrong thing, well, then it's time to take up arms to defend our way of life. I think that's really... Have, I hey, by the seen, way, taking
0: up arms and defending our way of life means killing Mike Pence. Uh, apparently that's that's the number that was but, the number one way to defend our way of life is we have to murder Mike Pence. Who's Brit, okay with it? Who 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 just let it go? <laughs> Britt, no
1: nobody can clean their plate perfectly. There are sometimes things that get tossed out that you might not have initially intended, but uh when when Mike Pence refused to do the right thing. And try to blow up the electoral college vote, which he had no power to do, which oh. he couldn't do, which oh. he could have never done. But these folks were told that, that on that day, on the uh, 6th of January, it was all going to happen. Mike Pence was going to just just stop the music, just, just stop everything. It was going to be like that uh, end of the Academy Awards a few years ago when they opened the envelope. And it said something different. It was the wrong winner, right? It was the wrong winner. <laughs> yeah. But but they corrected within a minute. And uh, was it Moonlight got the the yeah. uh, Oscar instead of uh, was it LA, uh, L.A., whatever the fuck LA that movie or whatever was whatever with, the thing with, was with yeah. uh, Emma Stone and and uh, Ryan uh, whatever his name was yeah, I, that Ryan Gosling yeah yeah that one he's handsome. Um, but I, I, I guess if, if you inhabit that world, our, our job is to try to figure out, uh, is there any way to, to, to poke through this? And I think there's pretty much general consensus right now that y- you shouldn't even try. That you, you, you can't do it. This isn't about you sitting down with, uh, I'll just pick someone out of the left, your brother, and, and saying truthful things about the reality of the world and expecting yeah. that person to immediately renounce every thought that they have had um, about who is the legal president of the United States right now. It right. is it is Joe Biden. It's not it Donald Trump. And it was not going to be Donald Trump by, we knew that by about uh, November 6th, right? Took about two days, two, three days. And, and, and that was it. And it was not going to change. And um, I guess if you've had that shit poured into your head all these weeks and months and now years, uh, you're not going to give it up. And since the Republican Party now, it looks like, for the most part, has said, we can't give you up, never going to give you up, Donald Trump. And here's our Rick Astley. Right.
0: But it, didn't it look like a couple of weeks ago that, that McConnell was kind of wavering? At, it was bullshit. Talking, like, I was always bullshit. It was was it, didn't, it all, didn't it look like there was a sober, like, I think for the survival of the Republican party, we're going to have to distance what, ourselves. What he this did, guy. You know what he did? He he
1: put out the idea to see whether Trump. anybody would follow along. And the answer is they're all afraid. No dance partners it, in, in the end, yeah. in the end, it's down to this. I would rather hold on to my job as a senator or as a congressman. I can't remember who, who it was that, that that said this in the last few days. For so many of these people, and we don't think about this all that much, for, for many of these people in Congress, it is their entire life. It's yeah. everything. That's all that matters to them. And so, therefore, they will do anything, right. including sacrifice 230 years of democracy in the United States in order to hold on to a congressional seat in what a a rubber stamp dictatorship where Donald Trump is reinstalled illegally as president. Really? Is that is that what you want? Are you willing to accept that? Apparently they are. And and so, therefore, I don't know how you have that conversation. I, I don't know how you do it and um you know the, the time between now and the beginning of the impeachment trial it's a pretty dangerous time That's i mean right. look the the intelligence agencies didn't put out this warning in the last uh, 36 hours about look look out below they're still plotting and scheming and 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 uh, they want to pull something off because remember Maybe from your point of view or, or my point of view, that was not a very successful coup and the government of the United States was not overthrown. It was and, successful members, enough. <laughs> me, me, and wait, and members of, of the government were not killed. Only only what six people, or is it up to seven now at a second police officer yeah. that uh that committed suicide? Maybe he can blame the governor of uh of of Illinois yeah. for that one too. If there would have just been um, football available to him, he right. would have been perfectly okay. Right, yeah. right. Um, um, but, uh, these folks look at it as a victory. These people look at this as the, the opening salvo. These people look at this as, as just, uh, you know, that was just the the first drive of a football game, first drive. And there's still uh, 13 minutes and, and 40 seconds left in the first quarter. That's, what, not somebody said, that's what somebody says. That's what somebody says. If
0: you're if you're not punished for like a, a coup or for armed insurrection, right. then it, it becomes a practice or it becomes like a test run. <laughs> it, it isn't even. It, it, it's
1: that, but it, it's also proof that you can do this, yeah, and the consequences will be minimal. And right. uh, you know, as as more people are arrested, and we find out the biographies of more of these people, the less it is of just you know mouth-breathing uh, white guys in the basement. That's right. Uh, and now, you know, they would have been better off sitting in front of their computer trying to make money in the stock market than oh, doing as that. It turns oh, out. that.
0: <laughs> That's how you bring a full circle right there.
1: Right, 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 right. right. But but it didn't happen. So I, you know, I, I guess the only good thing now is – at a cost, at a high cost of, of of six or seven lives and a lot of injuries, a lot of serious injuries there too, brain injuries. And, and how could there not be a lot of brain injuries? Like that guy that got squeezed up against the door. I don't know how he's still walking. I don't know how he's still alive after that happened to you. I mean, that's that's that, that, that's the equivalent of of every bad concert stampede. You've ever heard of. True. And, and And there it was. And, and these people were doing it on purpose. Okay. It, it wasn't, they weren't trying to escape anything. Um, but uh, you, you, you got to think that they're plotting and, 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 scheming and, and still planning, but we're finding out who they are. And we have way too many members of the military who have uh, turned out to uh, not want to uphold the uh, oath they took to the Constitution of the United States when they first joined the service, that didn't mean anything to them. Uh, and it, we're in a heap of trouble. I think yeah. we're in a big, big heap of, of trouble here. And uh, sadly, we have a, a horrible, horrible example of useless protoplasm hanging out in Palm Beach, Florida, just waiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, they fly down there now. Kevin McCarthy flies down there to to kiss it's the right. ring and it's pay right. tribute and let him know that they're all still Trumpers. We're all mm-hmm. still on your side, sir. Jeez. And what else is he going to be saying to him? What know. else? Why else would you fly down? And, of course, as, as always, it's a power move. Right. For you to go to him. That's the ultimate Donald Trump power. Move, right? Of course yeah. it is. And, and, and because, you know, last time I checked, he is free to travel about the country. He yeah. does not have to stay where he is. That's right. Um, but he doesn't have the cool plane to fly on anymore. And that was really the whole idea. Now he's just got to fly yeah, on like not, a regular plane. Now he's back yeah. to that. He's got that old Hugh Hefner plane, right? Isn't that the Ooh, one that he, had? Isn't that the one that he, he bought and
0: not repainted good. it? He yeah. wants the big penis to fly around the country, and he doesn't have that anymore. It's not the same, Brad. Brad and com.